Hello and welcome to the Gardening Canada podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and on this podcast, I like to take science and apply it to both houseplants and the garden. You may be asking why. I'm a soil scientist, so it's just natural for me. What can I say? In today's episode, we are talking about LECA and how it works with houseplants, how to fertilize with it, and everything else in between. Let's jump straight into it. Well, that got weird. That Dianella song got to the point where it had some random person kind of screaming in the background. Anyways, hi, hello, Ashley here. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. Follow, subscribe, do whatever what you need, whatever you do with the podcast. I'm not really even sure. I have a Spotify account. I listen to podcasts, but it's beyond me what the name and the lingo stuff is. So. Also, sharing. Sharing is caring, and it it does actually really help the podcast. If you don't know who I am or you don't know anything about the platform, Gardening in Canada is everywhere. It's on Facebook. It's on, uh, where else is it? It's on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Go check me out there. Put a face to the name. I am a redhead, though, so just warning, warning, warning. If I scare you, I am sorry. But yeah, come visit me over there. We're talking about LECA today. And in particular, just semi-hydroponic houseplant growing. And how to properly fertilize. So I did a very, very thorough job on this, actually, guys. So what I did is I have a printable. We're on the Gardening in Canada website, www.gardeningcanada.net. I also did a YouTube video showing exactly how I the entire process of actually watering with LECA or fertilizing with LECA in, in that case. And yeah, it's really, really thorough. So this is the podcast to accompany all of that. And the reason why I'm doing the podcast separate or a little bit different vibe with the podcast is because I have never, ever, ever, ever taken the time to talk to you guys about the importance of pH, specifically in the semi-hydroponic world. So if you're a Latrusa pond person, this applies. If you are a LECA person, this applies. If you're a perlite person, this this podcast applies. So we're going to be talking about that here a little bit. Um, we were on YouTube and I did it a little bit here, not too, too much though. I did the 17 essential nutrients uh, for plants is what it what it comes out to. And so in that, I go through all 17 essential plant nutrients, what they do, how they work, why they matter, how they're uptaken by plants. And in it, I think I have completely convinced everyone that pH and soil nutrients is very, very hand in hand. So we're going to be talking about that here today. So with the whole pH uh, watering thing, I decided for my hydroponic plants, I want something really simple. And I think initially the reason why I just avoided actually properly watering hydroponically grown plants or semi-hydroponically grown house plants was because I just, oh, there's, so the hydro world is a different world. I think we all know that. They're different critters. But over there, they have a fix for everything and it's a jug it's a bottle with an expiry date on it and you use it in your in your hydroponic system and quite honestly it's too much for me i don't have enough plants that are semi-hydroponically grown to even warrant 
like multiple jugs all over the place. So I wanted something really, really simple and insert root farm brand. <laughs> so I have been using the root farm brand, I think for like a year now, I want to say. And honestly, I love it. It's two jugs. That's it. Just two jugs of fertilizer. There's the all purpose and there's the base. That's what I use. You can use the flower formula if you're hardcore Hoya or orchid flowering plant growing go for the bloom formula and then I mean there's a veggie formula too but that doesn't really apply here obviously so I use those two in combo with the pH testing kit with the pH pH up pH down and I've seen really good results I really I personally quite honestly really love the product so with the root farm brand I um I found it at PV Mart the first time. You buy it on Amazon. It's a little cheaper on Amazon, I want to say. I think it's like a dollar more when you buy it in person. So just something to keep in mind. But it has absolutely everything you need. So with the root farm system, I like to initially test my water like the first time. And then I will test my water, just my water, on a semi-regular basis, like once every six months or so, just to see where my pH is at because I find it does fluctuate not by much but by a little and so for Saskatoon water where I'm located my pH always comes in in and around an eight so it's way too high it's out of the spectrum of what plants need to grow you do want your semi-hydroponic plants around a 6.5 um, if it's not at a 6.5 you end up with things like nutrient deficiencies because it's not bioavailable to the plant, so the plant isn't able to actually obtain the nutrients it needs to live and thrive, or you can end up into toxic ranges. So if your pH goes too low, you can end up with uh, more boron or uh, iron, for example, bioavailable, which you're probably thinking, oh, that's a good thing. It's not a good thing. It's a bad thing because it could eventually become toxic and lead to the demise of your plant so you do want to watch it to an extent so I will check my city pH water just to see where everything's at and uh, that's just more for like a bottom line so if I know I'm topping up without fertilizer checking and I know that it's at an eight then I can react accordingly like I can say okay I can throw in you know I can replace a quarter of the water, but if I'm replacing half or more, then I, I definitely need to go in for an actual total water change. Uh, the other thing I like to do with the root farm system, because it has a, the pH tester, is actually testing the water that's in the semi-hydroponic system itself. So over time, um, I'll get a plant established, and then maybe six months later, I'll test the water that's residing in the actual system. And what this is helping me with is just understanding whether or not I need to rinse the LECA or if I actually need to um, drain, just drain it, or if I need to rinse it out and maybe start from scratch, whatever the case is. And basically, it's telling you how much rotting is going on, how much, uh, how many of your roots have rotted and died, and then essentially you're being decomposed over time, right? So that's a great indicator as to what's going on with the plant. And it's something that I do like to do to give me a little bit of a heads up. I have had some uh, semi-hydroponic water go really, really acidic on me uh, to the point that there was chlorosis showing up in my plant. And it wasn't chlorosis. It was actually a micro deficiency or uh, micro in excess that ended up harming the plant. 
But nonetheless, it was something that I became aware of. And when I tested the residual water in that LECA, the alarm bells went off because, yeah, it was really, really low. Um, and that was actually, there was quite a little bit of rotting roots in there. I'm not sure really 100% what happened. It had a funny film on top and whatever else. So ultimately, it's great to check those uh, residual water that's in those semi-hydroponic systems because it'll give you a good idea where the pH is at and whether or not you actually need to rinse it out. So that's something I'll again do once every six months or whatever the case is. So I like to start there. And then every time I water, I will probably make like, I'll make a batch when I'm going to redo all my LECA. And then I will make a storage batch as well. So something I can keep in the counter or in the drawer. Just that's ready to go. So if I do have to top up on the fly, heaven forbid, because I ran out of too much water, um, then I don't have to sit down and actually go through the entire process again. So it's not like it's complicated. It's just time consuming, right? So you need to fill up a jug of water and then you need to add your fertilizers, your root farm fertilizers and all the calculations and the math is on the printable. So if you go grab that printable from the website, you'll be made in the shade. You'll have everything you need to know. So in that, I like to start with the water, add the fertilizers to the water and then test that pH and adjust accordingly based on that. But uh, one thing you will notice when you actually take the time to test your pH for your semi-hydroponic systems is you end up with really, really rapid growth. So if you didn't know this, when it comes to semi-hydroponic, hydroponic growing, hydroponic growing is very, very quick. If you've ever grown food hydroponically, you know how fast the turnaround time is when you are growing. So one of the, it would seemingly mean that things grown blue juice upon, semi-hydroponics, LECA, perlite, whatever the case is, should be growing faster. And they should be growing faster. You are correct. The issue is that we're not fertilizing correctly in the houseplant community. We're being lazy about it. And when I, like, if I was to grade everyone, like if I was to grade each plant group, you know, one to five, five being, you know, the gods of houseplant care and or just, sorry, the, the gods of knowing soil science, plant science, and how everything works, it's the cannabis growers. They know their stuff. They know everything. They're super, super smart, but it's, also, I mean, that's pretty obvious why. They have a cash crop that they're dealing with. It's something that's worth quite a bit of money. So they spend a lot of time, a lot of investment in information and quality product. The next group after that is the organic gardeners. The organic gardeners know their stuff. They know what's going in. They know what's going out, that sort of thing. The next group is going to be the conventional gardeners, the ones that are just gardening for fun. Those ones are step three. And then, I'm sorry, but that was plant people. You're at the absolute bottom. We're at the bottom for knowing what goes into we still think we're supposed to sterilize soil in the houseplant community. Like, we're so baby when it comes to all this stuff. We know nothing compared to a vast majority of plant people out there. So let's step up our game here. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, with semi-hydroponic growing, it should be fast. Like, it should be really, really quick. And um, there, there's a number of reasons for this. But ultimately, it's a really great condition uh, for plants to grow in. There's endless nutrients. There's endless water. They don't have to combat with potential root issues that come with soil. They don't have to combat with the bugs that harvest and live and mate and breed in the soil. It's just 
the perfect environment. And so the fact that as houseplant people, we see really slow growth in semi-hydroponics is kind of a shame because we should be seeing much more rapid growth. So I encourage you going forward to check out the blog post or the YouTube video and actually look at testing and determining what your pH is. And once you get into this, it's a really, really slippery slope because you're gonna start doing this for your semi-hydroponic plants. And then you're gonna be messaging me saying like, we need to do this for like the house plants too. Because the, the whole idea of pH is equally as important when it comes to from container gardening, house plants, uh, the garden. You should be really checking your pH when you're watering. Now, whether that's the soil pH or the pH you're watering with, all those things really do matter. And so that is something that it's, it's a slippery slope. You're going to go over the end. You already went over the end as a plant person. I'm sure you said only one and now you're at 50. This is just going to push you a little bit deeper. But that's all I have for you guys today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know. Come visit me over on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, you name it. Uh, the website, the newsletter, you can sign up for the newsletter. And uh, just come say hello. I'd love to talk to you guys. I'd love to see who exactly out there is uh, watching the, the or listening to the podcast. The podcast people out there. There's a few thousand of you anyway so far. And I want to I wanna know who you guys are. So I will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.